Mic check one. Up next, right here on Spreaker, it's your boy, the governor of Minnesota. Sports talk, that is. The big, smooth Vince Wright coming to you live with Sports Done Right. Keep it locked. It's about time you got it right. Up next, it's your boy, the big, smooth Vince Wright, broadcasting live from the Sportstacular Governor's Mansion, the governor of sports talk, that is, and he's got your ticket to all the latest sports-related news, events, and hot topics. Are you ready to get it right? Sports Done Right, up next. ready and get over here. Right now? You darn tootin'. Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? (laughs) 
Live from the office of Minnesota's number one sports authority. He's the governor of Sports Talk Radio, and by way of executive order, serving you a stimulating dose of sports done right. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Vince Wright, sports governor, live from the executive mansion room, and you got it, sports done right. Yes, sir. Sports done right with the sports governor. And we are back. Hey, what's going on out there, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor. And I am back another Tuesday night. Sorry we missed you last week, but the Gov just had some executive things that needed to be taken care of in this great state of Minnesota. Lots popping off last Tuesday, but I'm sorry I didn't make it. But um, we were on Thursday night with the Sports and More show. Obviously a big, big Prince tribute show there. As we were on literally hours after it was announced that Prince was found uh, deceased out at Paisley Park. So the Sports and More show did a great job, I thought, uh, talking about Prince, playing some Prince music and whatnot. Um, We will definitely play, well, tonight we'll play maybe a couple Prince-inspired artistes, maybe some stuff he's written. Uh, I really liked how uh, Doug Stewart did that today. He played a couple songs, you know, that uh, I would have skipped over, but um, good for Doug, definitely repping uh, Prince and the Minnesota Love there. So I will definitely be doing that. I want to say what up to the first lady of my life, Miss Angela, right out there traveling, doing her thing on the road. Be safe out there, my love. And I also would like to say what up to the very lovely and by the way, her wonderful show will be called will be uh, following us tonight. Um, We call her Miss Spicy. But her show is Spicy Conversations here on Spreaker. And make sure you got them kids put to bed before you listen to this lovely, lovely lady. Probably the sexiest voice on Spreaker.com. That is the lovely Spicy. So uh, the lovely uh, ladies have made it in early. I expect the rest of the gang will be following in soon. Uh, Big weekend here, obviously, as you can imagine, in Minneapolis. And I'm sure as you've seen... The Prince uh, celebration, let's call it, continues on here in uh, his hometown, his home state. Lots of honors. I mean, I don't have to tell you. I'm not and you know, um, the, the stories are out there on the news and everything about Prince that you hear from his fans is exactly what they feel. And, and it's true. Um, the way he went may not be the best. As we may find out here with um, the rumors out there of, of drug use and whatnot. But I will say this. It has really been amazing to watch the state of Minnesota celebrate this man's life. Uh, the music, the philanthropy and whatnot. So very cool. And uh, hats off to you, Minnesota, from your sports governor. That'd be me, Vince Wright. 
<laughs> oh boy, look at this, folks. Um, first off, I'd like to say what up and congratulations to my soon-to-be former co-worker, the one and only Andrew Purple Hayes is up in the joint tonight. What up, Andrew? Hope you and the lovely Brenda are uh, enjoying a nice night. Hope you guys got that workout in. A little T25, possibly. But anyway, I want to say what up to Andrew. Ooh, sorry about that. I had to hit the old cough button there for a second. And what else we got going on tonight here? Uh, we got a couple games going on in the playoffs for the NBA. Uh, we got Philadelphia, or excuse me, Indiana on top of Toronto, big time, ninety to seventy-seven. That series is tied up to a piece, and that is getting ready to go into the fourth quarter. So the Pacers looking to take the decisive three to two advantage there. Uh, we have uh, Boston and Atlanta. That's an eight thirty start Eastern time tonight. And uh, hats off, man! Boston playing some ball on the. Uh, we'll get into that a little later as well. Tomorrow night, you got Charlotte and Miami. Portland and the Clippers, and we're going to talk about the Clippers. You probably saw by the title of the show, Bad Breaks in Clipperland tonight, and we will definitely talk about that a little later. And, of course, Golden State now with their Golden Nugget sitting uh, for a while. If they can uh, continue the luck, they are up 3-1 to one on Houston, and then let's see if they can put them away tomorrow night. And before we continue to show up, out your seats. He is in this bitch feeling well. The man from Ohio State. The Chief Rocker. Oh. Number one, Chief Rocker. Jersey Vern in the house. What up, Jersey? Yes, sir. Jersey, the Chief Rocker is up in this joint. And it ain't a show until we play Jersey Vern's fight song for the Buckeyes. Fight the team. There you go. O-H-I-O for the Chief Rocker himself. And the Chief Rocker's doing big things uh, on his own. His uh, show has made its debut on Doug Stewart, Stewart and Media Entertainment Network. And I can't wait to follow suit. But congratulations, Jersey. Uh, a show well done. We're waiting for our friend to come back from vacation. He'll have the bottom to the top show with our main man, John Fisher, swerving in that suburban. And uh, Jersey on Mondays does the uh, Monday recap show as well. And Jersey has got big things going on because Jersey is now a uh, security supervisor for Delta Airlines, I believe. So, man, Jersey is a uh, big-time baller, man. He's <laughs> juggling a lot of different things. But one thing that the big guy loves to talk about is sports, and I am very happy to call Chief Rocker a friend of mine now as well. And here is the main man, the organizer, the one and only Togo Uganda from Team Broadcasting, also from the, uh, uh, what is it, the, uh, oh, I'm drawing a brain fire. Well, hook me up with that baseball name, Togo, out there in the chat yard. But ladies and gentlemen, uh, team Togo Uganda out here as well. Oh, the Somatoros. That's it. The Somatoros. Owner, chief operating officer of that wonderful baseball team. Make sure you check that out on the website. And let's give it up for the chief justice of the Real Cast Nation. 
We won't use his government name, but he goes by the name of the one, the only, Sluggo, all the way from Georgia State. Their greatest alumni, Sluggo, is in the building. What up, Sluggo? Lots of things going down, man. Hey, Sluggo, can them Atlanta Hawks take down Boston? Boston getting a lot of press, talking about how good the Celtics are, how they're on the rise, but Atlanta... Hey, man, it, it is an even series, so we will see what's happening. And tomorrow night's game, I believe, is in Boston. All right, man. So, yeah, again, uh, the Prince celebrations going on up here in uh, the Twin Cities, Minnesota. Hope you all had a great weekend. Uh, Saturday night, I got to hang out with some really good friends, uh, DJ Robbie Rob, uh, my main man, Derek Turner. Uh, an original member of the rap group, the rap legendary group up here, Atmosphere, as uh, Spawn along um, there. So, man, we had a lot of fun, a lot of good people. Some uh, wonderful people came over. Um, my buddy Liz and Rodney Kendall, his wife Kathy, uh, John Kathy Anderson, everybody, man. Uh, Kim, uh, uh, Derek's wonderful lady. Man, we just had a lot of fun hanging out and talking about the purple guy as well. So, um, oh, the second part of the Minnesota Trifecta in the house. You know him as Jarvis J. So we got to give it up to the main man. What up, Big Jarvis? That's our main man from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Over on the north side, Jarvis J., Keeping it real up in the field for us as well. Sluggo says Boston is heating up at the right time. I just hope we can stop the momentum. The game is tonight in Atlanta. Oh, okay, okay. Yes, that's right, tonight. And then I was looking ahead to Thursday night's game um, in Boston. So my bad there. And, yeah, that's tonight, 830 start down there in, in in the ATL. So for all the new folks here that are listening to Sports Done Right, Need you to do a couple things for your sports governor, and that's me. Um, first off, make sure that you hit the hearts for the like button there as you follow the show, and make sure you do follow the show and uh, also follow Realcast uh, Radio as well. We'll tell you about more of those shows in just a little bit and the hosts that host them. But for Sports Done Right, make sure that you're liking the show and sharing the show. We call it a two-drink minimum. As you come in the speaker, the one thing you want to make sure that you do is hit that little, uh, it looks like the old uh, cartoon bubble for chat, the chat bubble there we call it. Make sure you hit that, and what that's going to do, that's going to bring you into our live chat room as well, folks. Um, we're going to take calls a little later. If uh, anybody wants to call, you can do that, and I'll get that in the chat room, 651 968 zero one two four again six five one nine six eight zero one two four i want people to hold off on those calls too after we come back from the first break um we're going to get into that a little bit here so what is going on tonight that we're going to get into here on sports done right oh man shawty shawty tiger woods playing some golf holes that's right we're going to talk about tiger woods and he did sign up for the u.s open now, a lot of it's just a formality, just in case. So let's not breathe too much into it. But we'll get into a little Tiger Woods here um, in a little bit after our first break in a few minutes. We're 15 past the hour. Man, what's going on at ESPN, people? Man, the big one, Skip Bayless. 
Heading on over to Fox Sports, we'll talk a little bit about that. But before Skip was announced a couple days ago, another big bomb. Mike Tirico leaving Monday Night Football and the ABC ESPN Sports family. And he's going over to NBC to take part in their new Thursday Night Football. We'll talk a little bit about that as well. Folks, we're going to even talk a little bit of hockey. Yeah, that's right. My beloved Chicago Blackhawks. You got knocked the fuck out, man. And boy, did they ever. The white, or the white, listen to me. The Blackhawks go down uh, four games to three to their arch rival, the St. Louis Blues. And St. Louis does not choke it this year. They take down my Blackhawks. And oh, what a hockey game. Perhaps probably the most exciting hockey game of the year occurred up here in the Twin Cities as the Minnesota Wild on Sunday afternoon after going down four to nothing in the third period, come back, almost tied the game, wind up losing five to four on the last second shot that many people thought went over the line. Some people think that it did not go over the line. And hard to say. I don't, in all honesty, I don't think it went over. But again, the Minnesota Wild got a lot to think about in the offseason here. Again, they made it fun. But, you know, again, a lot of people think they got what they deserve because this is a team that has a lot of uh, money into it and they need to be uh, playing a little bit better here. Oh, man, where are my manners as I'm out here in the chat room? Again, thanking everybody. I see the one and only has joined us. Well, let's give it up. I hate to say it, but he says roll, tide, roll, and we call him 334 Bama Boy. What up, Bama Boy? My main man from Alabama, along with T from Huntsville. want to thank the Bama Boy for joining us as uh, we're coming up here on College Signing Time. Uh, Jersey, uh, if you can put in the chat room again the name of your neighbor. looks like Jersey Vern. Uh, the Chief Rockers uh, neighbor has a son, a great football player down there in Georgia, and he committed to Penn State, it looks like today. So first off, I want to say congratulations to him. I'll do a proper when uh, Jersey shares the name there. Uh, the First Lady, Angie Wright, out there on the road up in North Dakota, says the goal, it went over the line and the Wild got screwed. Yeah, a lot of people feel that way, First Lady. It was a tough one. Um, I, I, you know, I, I had a feeling even at four nothing, if Minnesota could score a couple quick ones, they could get back into it. That's just kind of the luck the Wild has. They tease you with games like this, and um, you know, in the end, they felt they fall a little short. DJ Brown, that's it. Thanks, Chief Rocket. Let's give it up for DJ Brown on his way to Happy Valley. Nice to see a young brother making good out there, doing his thing. And make sure, uh, Chief Rocker, that it, let him know that uh, Minnesota's watching him and sports done right. Definitely wants to say what up and a shout out to DJ Brown on his way to play for the Pennsylvania State University. All right. Good job there. So, yeah, we're going to talk a little hockey here. Uh, what else we got going on? The Broncos reportedly uh, decided to try and uh, see about a acquiring one Sam Bradford. We're going to get into that a little bit. 
Um, of course, Sam Bradford just signed for big money and now is demanding a trade. As you saw the title of the show, big breaks out in Clipperland. Oh, man, you know what happened out there. We'll get into that as well. And we're going to share a story a little bit later tonight about Dave Dickerson. He is the former Tulane head basketball coach, men's basketball coach. Um, that job for him came to an end in 2010. And there is a very interesting article I came across today in USA Today about his plight being an African-American trying to find that second head coaching job as well. And um, for you Ohio State fans, especially you, Chief Rocca, uh, Dave Dickerson is currently uh, an assistant to Thad Mata at Ohio State. So you guys, uh, I'm sure, probably have some particular interest. Jarvis J says, other than that roll tide crap, Bama boy, you're that dude. All right. Jarvis J, I, I agree with you. I always hated Alabama growing up. Of course, Bama boy tells Jarvis J to watch your tone. Of course, of course. <laughs> Sam Bradford got some damn nerves, says Jarvis. I agree. Can't sign for all that money, get it guaranteed, get all these bonuses, and all of a sudden, trying to angle out of there. But again, we'll get into that after the break, as I said earlier. And a couple other things we're going to get into. Tom Thibodeau, Minnesota Wolves head coach. We'll talk about that a little later after the break. Um, the Twins send down, again, the promising future star Byron Buxton is going back down to the minors again. And I'm starting to wonder if he's ever going to be able to catch on here, at least with the Twins in the major leagues. He just, every time he's come up now, he just can't hit big league pitching. Great, great center field, great defensive player. But, man, you got to hit the ball to, to stay in the major. So we'll talk about Byron, Byron as well for all the Twins fans out there locally here. Sports done right, doing the thing. Wow, we're almost 25 minutes in, 22 and counting. So, man, uh, what else is going on with you guys? I hope you had a great weekend. I loved hanging out this weekend. Again, man, anytime you can hang with your family, with your friends, do your thing, do it. Um, you know, I've talked about losing a few friends and acquaintances here recently. And life is just too short, people. So let's enjoy it, man. Let's just enjoy it. So with that being said, um, as we head into our first break here, one of the songs that... Prince Influence, actually Prince wrote this song for a gentleman um, named Andre. Now, Prince, when he was having trouble with his family at about the age of 14, 15, somewhere in there, he decided to move in with his best friend, Andre. Andre's mother and Prince's mother discussed it. Prince's mom was okay with it. And so the musical... Uh, legends actually started working together and the Andre I speak of is Andre Simone and Prince's first band Grand Central that my dad and mom actually told me last night they used to go see here in Minneapolis um, and also I'm trying to think who else was in Grand Central uh, Jimmy Jam was in that one and I think uh, Jellybean Johnson on drums. I'm not sure. Maybe Terry Lewis at that time as well. But anyway, this was a tune after Prince got big. I think it was always in the vault, but some people say he wrote it for Andre Simone. I think it was already written and him and Andre kind of tinkered with it and came out with this version. But this was one of Andre Simone's 
Uh, biggest hits, there was only two, this and Kelly's eyes. So as we head into the chat room here, I'm going to read a couple things of chat before we get into the break. And when we come back, we're going hard. Lots of sports stuff's breaking off here. And let's get in here. Chat room is popping. Again, Sports Done Right on Spreaker.com. Every Tuesday night is where you can find us. Make sure you follow me on Facebook and our group, Sports Done Right, W-R-I-G-H-T. And make sure you follow the sports governor on Twitter at the Big Smooth One. And that's the number one after the Big Smooth. Andrew Hayes says Chief Blackhawk would have been disappointed, of course. Oh, there's the first lady in her hate. Blackhawks deserve to take a rest. Bye-bye. One of her little favorite sayings, that little goofy bye-bye. Yeah, she's a funny one. Um, let's see here. Everybody's saying what up, what up, Jarvis Jace, blah, blah, blah. Um, oh, I, oh, I actually went back a little too far. Excuse me, Sluggo. Oh, okay, before I get to Sluggo. Sam Bradford got so. Oh, yeah. Laugh out loud. Is that John Amos playing the Players Club? Go Tigers. Whatever. Uh, Chief Rocker, until they get rid of the coach, I won't cheer for Buckeye basketball. Ooh, sounds like Jersey Vern does not like Thad Mata. We'll have to find out about that. Jarvis J on uh, the Twins, Byron Buxton. He says, Buxton, man, I don't know, Vince. He's still young. He is, man, but he just has not been able to hit the ball, Jarvis. Sluggo says, got a good one coming down the stretch in Toronto. It's knotted up at, at 92 late. Absolutely. And then just about six minutes left. Sluggo, uh, please help us out on that score if you keep it live for us, my brother. I got it up here on uh, my tablet. And I got some election results here on the actual monitors. We'll talk about that in a little bit as well. Sluggo says, just say where Prince left over $600 million but didn't have a will. Yeah, man, he's got one sister. Um, his uh, other brother, Dwayne, passed, I think, a few years back. And he has five step-siblings. So it is going to get interesting. Andrew Hayes, Purple Hayes, my main man out of Ramsey, Minnesota, says, I think the will is hiding with some songs in the vault. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that be something? Prince, yeah, it's in there. It's in the vault. Go find it. And what's going to happen to the little sweet commercials, man? Dr. Pepper, man, all of a sudden had a major marketing campaign destroyed. Because, man, it's going to be hard to get a little sweet back on the air after the death of the purple one, man. Uh, Jarvis J says, Jelly Bean Johnson was the man. He was cool with my cousin Ronnie. Absolutely. Uh, Bam Boy says, Jarvis J, I hope. And I don't know what the LSWHO found. A better offensive scheme than Formette. Thanks. Oh, I must have missed some LSU talk earlier. Um, oh, and our main man, the third leg of the trifecta from Minnesota is up in the joint. Give it up for Ronald Cameron, Mr. RC from Duluth, Minnesota. What up, dog? Hey, man. I love it. My Minnesota brothers are up in here. Angie. First lady says he could have a will. We will know within 30 days. Actually, hun, his lawyer came out today and said that he did not have a will, if you can believe that or not. So, um, all right. So let's do this. Let's take a break. We're going to kick a little Andre Simone. This is uh, one of his uh, Prince written tunes here. It's called The Dance Electric. 
and you will definitely recognize the beats of 80 Minneapolis Sounds music. I mean, Andre did a great job with this, but you you know Prince is all over this one because, well, it was his song. He wrote it. So, all right, folks, we are going to be right back with more Sports Done Right. Keep it tuned here to Spreaker.com.
got emotions The pride won't let it show And I find myself wanting you more You're so afraid of falling Back to where we started You can't deny what we were before So you ain't going nowhere spoken and no matter how it goes down your sports talk it's gonna be all right so forget the gop the dnc the only party in town is at the governor's mansion the governor of sports talk that is every tuesday night right here on speaker come on over and get your sports done right now let's get back to the show with the big smooth dance And we are back live. Sports done right. Yes, sir. Chat room popping. Nobody expected Toronto. But Indiana's coming back a little bit here. I love this Walking Dead drop. Royalty free. Man, Dub almost felt like dropping some bars, man. What's going on, everybody? 
That's right, the sports governor. I'm back. Spreaker.com Tuesday night sports talk. We got it started a little bit earlier. Um, unfortunately, the Underground Railroad show wasn't able to go on tonight, so we got started a little earlier, kind of helped fuel uh, the gap here in the uh, the um, Realcast uh, Nation. And just want to say what up to that ninja as well. Uh, hope he is back on the air very, very soon. All right, let's take a look here and uh, read some chat before we get started on some Tiger Woods news. This is sanctioned by the Real Cash Rangers at realcashradio.com. And my wonderful wife, the first lady, Angie Wright, is out there talking about estate planning. That's part of what she does. But we were talking about Prince and not having a will a little earlier. And she says estate planning attorney is usually separate from a business or personal attorney. Because my main man Sluggo brought up a good point that Prince may have several different attorneys for seven, you know, as rich people do, you know, they got a lot of different things going on. Attorneys specialize. So sometimes you need more than one. Uh, let's see here. Oh, the music. The tune was called Remember Me, Jacob Lattimore. Actually, just got a little text message about that. And of course, again, Andre Simone doing the dance electric. And I told you, man, uh, rumor has it Prince may have actually done some of the backing vocals, too, because, you know, obviously, I mean, if you, if you didn't know any better, you'd think that was Prince singing that. But uh, big ups to Andre Simone as well. Still a lot of time for the Pacers to make a comeback, says RC. It is 194. The Pacers got the ball right now, and they are driving, and they get a putback bucket. So four-point game, a minute 12 left. Let's see what happens. Jarvis J. the Raptors just hit some big shots. The Chief Rocker Jersey Vern says they won't RC. Um, let's see here. RC says my dislike for the Pacers goes back to the 90s when they were playing against Ewing and the Knicks. All right, all right, all right. Oh, and look who has joined us. Our main man. What's up, everybody? Time to check on my man from Mini Big Vince. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let's check in with our homeboy, Mr. Run Run CNC. For you, fresh, fresh. What a run. Glad you could join us, brother, man. Thanks for coming on in here, hanging out with us. Sports done right every Tuesday night on Spreaker.com, 7.30, even though we got started a little early today. Oh, again, cough button. So, Tiger Woods, and this is from CBS Sports, says he played his first holes since August this past Monday. So uh, there had previously been reports that Tiger had been playing holes in Florida over the past few weeks. Tim Rosenford of Golf Channel said last week that Woods uh, was involved in a series of four to five hour practice sessions at the Medalist Golf Club, including the playing of some holes, while his friend uh, Nota Begay said uh, he was on the back half of his progression, meaning he's kind of starting to get close now to being able to do a lot more. Um, one problem, Woods himself said his outing in he said at his outing in Houston, where he opened up uh, his first domestic golf course design and showed off his swing for a crowd of people. And he said that was the very first time he's played holes since last August. If you can believe that, what's going on? <laughs> 
Man, Tiger. So, uh, the first time he's played holes since August of 2015, people. Um, first off, hey, any good news for Tigers, good news for sports and golf. Uh, you know, Ninjas talked about it on his show, the Underground Railroad show. And, you know, obviously I play, a lot of you have heard, uh, Angie, the first lady, uh, grew up playing golf. Her father owns a golf course. She played in college, uh, comes from a family of, of, of really good golfers. So anytime Tiger's around, it's good. Now, this is a quote from Mr. Woods. I would not have said I would be here like this five months ago. It's been a long road. Uh, he told that to ESPN. I still have a long way to go, but I'm on the backside. I'm getting better, but I'm also getting closer to feeling better every day. I still have a lot more to go in the tank as far as speed, which is great. And I'm available to hit the ball. I think this is our man. Hold on. Up, Jersey. What's going on, dude? First done right, Governor. Uh, hold on. Let's hit the music. Oh man, I'm just living. That's all, uh, you know. Checking your show out. Um, you know, just wanted to put on a little tidbits here and there. That's about it, man. Hey, well, we appreciate you coming on through tonight, my friend. Hey, Jersey man, you got a lot on the plate here lately, man. You got shows popping up all over the place. Uh, you're a new security supervisor down there in the ATL, man. How do you do it, brother? You got a whole bunch of stuff cracking off. Hey, man, you know, uh, you got to do what you got to do, man. The job thing um, I needed to really do because um, it was time to get back out the house. You know, right. I got tired of driving these trucks, man. I've been driving trucks for 37 years. So, yeah, that's um, right, I've been, I've been, I've been out of work since October because I resigned. And uh, I was just sitting back chilling, but I said it's time to get back cracking. And then, you know, somebody gave me a lead on this situation. So, you know, I jumped right on the lead, you know, because uh, I'm going to fly free for one, you know, and you need the money. You know, the money is definitely the number one thing, but that fly, shit, man, <laughs> you can't beat that, man. That's yeah, what I hear you. I but, hear you, um, on, on, the, on the show thing, um, yeah, on the show thing, you know, I I got with Spicy last Tuesday, you know, in honor of the microwave. He wants somebody to keep his spot rolling, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, he asked her to do it. So she stepped to the plate as a team player. And uh, I figured the first night I help her out. But now she's ready to roll, you know. Um, as far as me, I haven't done a show in a while. So Saturday I decided to come back on the mic because um, I had a special guest. Uh, this guy right here, man, he's talented. You need to get him on an interview one day. Uh, man De Leon, uh, man, yeah, he's yeah, uh, a right, yeah. producer, writer. He can rap. He's black on, on uh, a lot of records he produced. You know, um, he said the young boys thought he didn't have no skills, so one day he went in the studio and he just blew them away, you know. And, uh, you know, man, Darion, he's not a young cat, man. You know, he's up right. in age, too. So, um, you know, he's still doing his thing. He said he's going to bless me with some music. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm having on my show a couple more times, too, because, uh, yeah, that was you know, I know the brother could do sports like he did, you know. Absolutely. And, um, now, hey, Jersey, you know, before- 
before yeah. you continue, man, somebody's joined the chat room, and it's ironic that you're on my phone line because I need you to do the introduction. You know this gentleman from the New England area, so folks, I'm going to let Jersey Vern introduce this gentleman. Go ahead, sir. Hey, man, we have the sushi rice eating, Boston nasty harbor green tea drinking, stands on the sideline holding Brady's deflated ball and dirty jock. He's an Iranian patriot lover. Nothing they can do <laughs> wrong. He will say it was wrong. He always right. We have Grego, the magnificent. He'll make you prego in the house. Thank you so much. Right on, Jersey. I couldn't. I definitely couldn't have said it better myself, man. But um, now, Jersey. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, here, folks. Again, you're listening to Sports Done Right. We got the Chief Rocker, Jersey Vern on the line with us now jersey you said something in our chat room a little earlier i'm not going to get to the story just yet but talk about um it doesn't sound like you're a fan of thad mata down there at your school for the uh, basketball team what's up with that oh man uh thad mata man uh i mean he has some talent come through there man that's why these guys leave early man like the great ones that came through there right um uh, because thad mata man he's he just can't get it, man. Uh, I, I don't understand what it is. It's basic basketball, you know. You you design some good defense, you design some good plays, and you let your players go out there and do what they do, you know. But uh, Thad Martin, man, he he, he never been a uh, a number one coach that I wanted to coach the Buckeyes when he was looking for a coach. So I guess that's part of it. But then you know he hasn't really brought the Buckeyes to nowhere. You know, as far as um, other coaches, Elder uh, Miller did a better job than him, you know. So, and he has some superstars on the team. And Elder Miller is really not a, a great coach, but he did a better job than what Dad Martin's doing. Uh, I don't know. Dad Martin must have something on the administration because he's keeping them there, you know. Uh, I mean, they're they just keeping them there, and he's dead, dead. That's all. But, um, well, you know, it's funny. One day. Uh, I'm uh-huh. sorry, brother. Go ahead and finish your thought. No, no. I just was going to say, I hope one day they wake up and decide to go get a real coach. Right. Well, you know, it's funny because um, Run CNC from Ohio is up in here as well, and he agrees with you, man. He said, to hell with that, Mata, killing this Buckeyes team. He can't change plays and adjust. Losing best talent to, Davier, to Dayton and Xavier now. Can't win state, can't win, period. Wow. Yeah, yeah, he can't. He can't, man. You know, any hardcore, or, you know, I'm a lefty. So, you know, I, I'm not supposed to go against my team in basketball. Right. But, hey, man, I, I can't sit there and watch him, man, because he's not really bringing the top-notch players in there. And then if he did bring them in there, he's not coaching them up. He's coaching down. So, uh, until we get that coach in there, man. Yeah, until we get that coach, man. I don't know what Jimmy Smith's doing, man. He must pass something on James Smith because um, no way he should be still a basketball coach, man. Definitely that. He haven't done nothing to deserve to stay there, you know. But, hey, man, big big ups to um, the Buckeyes come Thursday, man, because we're going to have yeah. like seven in the first round going, man. And it's been a long time since the team did that, you know, had seven players going the first round, and all yeah. these are not seniors. Well, you know, I mean, it's it's a factory down there in Columbus. You know that, brother. I mean, um, 
you know, they're a solid program, always, always a top five program. One of the best colleges to go to. You know that as well as a former student there for a couple right. of years. Um, it's, you know, Columbus is just a nice town and that university. And, and let me and let me say this, too, man. The people were real cool down there when I was down there. Uh, me and the first lady, uh, you know, mm-hmm. repping our golfers, um, you know, a few years back. Now, obviously, I'm kind of a bigger black guy, but man, people were just real cool, offering us drinks, hanging out, talking, and a very knowledgeable fan base as well. So I got nothing but mad respect for you and the Buckeye Nation out there. Oh, definitely, man, definitely. It's just nothing but love there, man. Um, Archie Griffin, man, you know, he had a big sporting goods store on on uh, Main Street right outside the front of the campus, man. Um, right. I had know, uh, he's, a he's couple a drinks guy. over at, uh, what was it, the Eddie George restaurant over there on High Street. Yeah, that, that came after me, you know, because Eddie George right, was behind right, me. Yeah. yeah. So I never got, I haven't been back, man, but now that I had a sleep place, oh, man, I'm going to start going to Columbus, man, and check out the Buckeyes on a Saturday, man, you know. I'm going to start doing a lot of things now, there. man. Yeah, exactly, man. Oh, I'll meet you down there. And plus, you got that free airfare, don't you? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know what, man? I, I still owe you a trip, so uh, definitely you got to make it up there in Minnesota, yeah, man. Hey, man, yeah, we got that front row seat waiting for you and the guests, brother. You guys come on through. Now, Jersey uh, Run CMC also said that Thad has had four player of the year candidates and hasn't gotten us a chip, and he names them Odin, D'Angelo Russell, right. Evan Turner, and Sullinger. Uh, well, how, what right. do you feel? I, I'm pretty sure you agree with Run. And all of them is all of them is in the NBA right now, playing and contributing. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, uh, you know that's talent. But what did you do with the talent when they came there? You didn't build, you didn't try to build around them or build up the team or nothing like that, man. He just I don't know, man. I think he just did to collect the check, man. You know. But if, if that's the if that's what it is, man, the alumni. I think what it is, the alumni is mostly strictly on the football team. They right. want to make sure that football team stay where it's at. So it's not too many people really um, big on the basketball. But they need mm-hmm. to start doing that because Ohio State used to be. Because I was there with Kellogg and Herb Williams there. You know, uh, I was a good friend of both of them, Herb and uh, Clark. Uh, up to the day, Clark Kellogg do um, Pacers basketball when he comes down to the Phillips. Right. I come down at the game. I see him. He holler at me. Um, heard when he's coaching the Knicks before the games. I go down there and holler at him. You know, right. and when that people saying, "Yo, man, get her autograph." I said, "Man, that man right here. You got. I'm not an autograph seeker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I seen the man in college. You know, so uh, yeah. yeah, man. Um, well, I, had, you know, I had some fun times. Yeah, exactly. And and I was just seeing in our, in our chat room here again. This is sports done right on Spreaker.com. I am the sports governor, Vince Wright, and we have the number one chief rocker, Jersey Vern, on the phone from Atlanta, GA, a former student at the Ohio State University. And I guess I forgot, Run lives in Columbus, I think, there, Jersey. So he says anybody come to Columbus, yeah, yeah. So he says anybody to come to or uh, anybody come to Columbus for a game, I'll show you the love. Brew Mastergate and Eddie George's restaurant. So, man, maybe we all do need to head on up for a game up in Columbus. Oh, that's that's what's up. That's big up because um, I got to check out a couple of brothers that from Columbus that I went to school with that time, you know, and uh, holler at them too, man. Because you know, her her, her, her is from Columbus, man. 
That's why I don't see them why he's not asking him to come back and coach the basketball team since they won't give him an NBA job. Right. Bring him yeah. back to his school. Well, well no, t- it, yeah, yeah, exactly. And also, I got another guy here I'm going to be talking about a little late, later in my show, Dave Dickerson, who is currently an assistant down there, uh, the former Tulane head coach. And he's got a very, very interesting story. And, you know, maybe we can touch base next week after you hear this and uh, kind of tell me what you right. think about it, because uh, he may be someone who uh, may deserve to get a look down there as well. And uh, in the chat room, uh, Jersey, you know, you and Run, you guys are making sense. Everybody's kind of agreeing with you guys out here. Um, so yeah, Run says Jersey, come on home. He's born and raised in Columbus. So, oh yeah, for sure, I'm, I'm definitely going, man. Hey, you know what, man? This is one thing about life. Um, you never know how your life gonna go, and but when you start getting things in your life that's gonna help you uh, do things that you haven't done and make life more easier for you, you got to take advantage of it. So that's what I'm about to do. Man. I'm about to take advantage of this uh, this slight privilege and the job I have, you hey, know. You know and, what, Jersey? Um, you deserve it, man. You deserve it. Hey, like you said, you've been rolling them trucks over the nation's highways for, what, 37 years, you said? Yeah, yeah, Ooh, man. <laughs> man. I mean, first off, hats off to you. I, I know Jungle Drives Trucks and the rest of them truck drivers out there because – Without you guys, there is uh, no American economy, man. But, hey, like you just said, you, you take advantage of them uh, trips you got coming, man, and um, go see the country, go see the world. And as soon as you get up to Minnesota, we got you, brother. Oh, yeah, definitely, man, definitely. I'm making a list now, bro. That's for real because, you know, I can fly in one day, spend the night, fly back out the next exactly, day. You know, it bro. ain't got to be no long trip. Right you on. know, I know some guys, they'll fly, they'll fly somewhere for one day, come back the same day, you know. Oh, they'll yeah. spend a whole day doing things, you know. Yeah, I Definitely got a lot that, of friends that, that do that down in Chicago. You know, a lot of businessmen, friends of mine, they'll fly on down to Chicago, do their meetings, hang out, blah, 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 come right back home. Now, yeah. it's only a, you know, it's only a 50-minute flight from Minneapolis to Chicago, but I, I know right. what you're saying, man, you know, because um, I'm just happy for you, man. That's real good that you got that job. Um, let's see. The lovely Spicy is up in here. Let's give it up for her real quick. What up to the lovely and very uh tasty Spicy? I gave her a shout out earlier in the show, but Jersey, you know, Spicy's always worth two shout outs. Oh yeah, yeah, Spicy conversation, yeah, she definitely is. Spicy <laughs> doing her thing, man. You know, she definitely doing her thing, and um. Uh, we're big ups to her, man. And listen, man, we're going to be doing our thing all in all, man, you know, because we have some good people in our uh, organization, and we're going to start making some moves. And, uh, you know, once everybody start doing this show on SME, man, I can see us really, you know, going to that next level, man, yeah, just man. blowing up, man. Yeah, Definitely uh, that. Bro. And, you know, before I let you get out of here, man, um, you know, the Real Cast Rangers, the nation's doing real good. You know, you have made your debut, as I said earlier, your your uh, own show on the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network. And uh, while Big John Fisher's on vacation for another week, man, why don't you tell the people what you got going on this week in terms of shows? Um, I know you got the job that you got to kind of work around now, but uh, tell people what you got going on, uh, Chief Rocca. Yeah, you know, the job doesn't really uh, interfere with me because I, oh, I have hours good. from, like, 4.30 in the morning to 12.30, right? 
and um, I oh, Jer- Jersey, 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 Jersey. I'm sorry to stop you, but it has yeah. happened in the chat room, all the way from Boston, the one and only Easy Eddie Graves, otherwise known as Bob from Boston, Jersey. Oh. That, red, that Red Sox fan is up in here. I never dated drinking Boston Harvard tea person. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we let up dirty green tea in Boston, huh? Uh-oh. <laughs> Eddie Graves says, uh-oh, Jersey, Boston Eddie's in the house. <laughs> yeah, I see him. I see him. I see him. Oh, but man. you know what, Boston Eddie? We got our time coming. Don't hide. Don't care how from tired. I'm tired. All right? Don't hide. <laughs> Come back home. But we got to battle this uh, situation out one day. Yeah, we but, uh, do, man. No, because the the Yankees, the Red Sox, um, you know, right. obviously very hated rivals. The Patriots, uh, the Giants, yeah, Jets, the Giants, New York yeah, area. Yeah, my boy with time. Yeah, you know, yeah, Celtics, yeah, you know, Knicks. It goes on and on between these two cities. Um, glad you could join us, Eddie. Um, and yeah, man, we got to get this set up here because we got to get both of these gentlemen on the line and get this debate going here because I think it's going to be real interesting for baseball this year, man. I think, um, you know, Toronto's looking good, obviously, but, uh, how, how them Knicks looking or excuse me, Knicks, how are them Yankees looking a little early Um, on there, chief? Well, this is, this is, this is our problem right here, man. I don't know what Cashman was doing. You should have went and got a third baseman because um, Chase Huntley is not a it's not a hidden third baseman. Uh, he made a lot of errors last year. This year he got to go up together, but he's batting one something. You know, A Rod A Rod is just a another pull or something away from being done for the rest of the season. You know, uh, you got um, Beltran and right field. That shouldn't be out there. Then you got two center fielders in the outfield. So I think people say Cashman did good. I think Cashman did good to me was got Chapman. So we got three closes, seven, eight, seven, nine. But we got to be winning the game at the sixth inning to make this shit happen, right? You know, right. so right now I'm just going to sit back and watch and see what's happening. Oh, yeah, you man. Know, it's, uh, it's still early, too, Jersey. You know, right. I'm looking at the division right now. Everybody's still bunched up because my friend today – goes, oh, the Yankees are in last place. I'm like, well, fool, they're only three games out of first place. I mean, come on. They've, they have, we yeah, haven't even played yeah. 20 games yet, man. So, But um, Boston's yeah, everybody, everybody laughs for us. Exactly. Yeah, they laugh for us to be in last, man. You know, everybody laughs for the Yankees have turned more. But you know what? Um, it's going to get better before it gets worse due to the fact that um, I think Cashman is on a hot seat just like Jerry Reese is on a hot seat with the Giants. So you got to make things happen. Because you know uh, that try that try that metropolitan area, man, Trump State, they ain't gonna go for too much losing, and you know that, man. They've been holding back for a minute, but after a while, it's gonna get a little funky up there in that New York, New Jersey area, man. So oh, yeah. they, these general managers just gotta step up, man, because um, they're not used to this, you know. And um, the only way it's gonna get better if you go ahead on and make these moves and stop playing around. I mean, you made, I made a mistake, signed all them old players for them long current deals. Right. But, you know, you, you just got to eat something sometimes. You know, like people eat crow when they say the wrong thing. You got to eat some of the contracts sometimes and just let it go ahead on and um, work yourself out and go ahead and get these young ball players and, and make it work, yeah. man. 
and hey, that's Jersey. That's all I got to say about it, man. Well, we got first off, I got to welcome the one and only uh, main man up in this joint. We got Mr. JB Jennings joining us tonight on Sports Done Right. I'm gonna say what up to He's my man, man, JB. Yeah, yes, sir. Here. So what up, JB? Hey, JB from that. Uh, He's from the DMV area, you know. Oh, okay. Now, <laughs> no, of course, yeah, he, now you see your main troll in there, Easy Eddie, says the Spankies yeah, Eddie, Eddie, will Eddie, be Eddie, cellar Eddie, dwellers. Eddie, <laughs> yeah, yeah, any of your wife's out there trolling, but you know what? The Twinkies <laughs> and, 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 and uh, dirty, dirty purple socks, they're not doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? Let me ask you this. Now, JB says yeah. that the Yankees are saving up for Bryce Harper. Is that something that can happen? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's definitely because he want to play there. And um, by the time he's a free agent, out of everybody will be gone, man. They have so much money. I mean, they can pay for it right now if they wanted to make a trade. They can pay for it right now. But, you know, Yankees got money to spend. But they're trying to get the contract down to a respectable margin. But uh, any time about all that, I'm talking about somebody spending money, they also spend all that money. They ain't did that yet. Right. What are they What's you know, up with A-Rod? You know, every, uh, A-Rod pulled, uh, I think he pulled, I don't know if he pulled a quad. He pulled something. Well, and, you it know, says it has left it, oblique or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, well, you know, it's his time, man. He's He's breaking down, man. You know, he, he did what he going to do last year, and that's it, man. It, it's time for A-Rod to step down. Voluntarily go ahead and take that money that they're going to give you. Step down and let them go ahead on and get some people, man. That's how I look at it, man, you know. But in terms of that, man, I'm just sitting back being a Raw fan and, you know, watch the season out, man. That's why I pay to see him, man, because I'm down here in Atlanta. You got to pay to see the Yankees, you know. So uh, I, I pay to see him, man. I hear you. you know, it's all good, though, man. And uh, now, <laughs> of course, we got your main troll going again here. Um, Easy Eddie, Boston Bob. He says, Jersey, I respect what you. He says, I respect you implicitly eating crow for the wrong side of the Cam Newton Super Bowl call. Jersey. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, 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 oh. Hold on. Shots fired. Shots fired. Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. So I said, I said, there was no angle in that, Eddie. Huh? Yeah. There was no angle. That's what I want. No, what angle that? It was on that same couch as everybody else. Uh, I'm going to put it to you like this. Cam Newton played his game. Cam Newton just didn't have no help that Super Bowl. Right. If you say Cam Newton didn't play his game, you full of it. Cam Newton took every shot that. Never threw at him because Cam Newton line was getting beat to the punch. He took every shot and still tried to make it happen. So yeah, that man sure left it all on the field. Yeah, because Denver left it all was, the Right, yeah. Denver was lighting him up, and he, he did <laughs> hang in there when a lot of other quarterbacks might have said, you know what, my shoulder hurts just a little bit uh, too much. Well, maybe we need to go to the second string. Cam did stand right. in there. Um, JB Jennings. Oh, hold up. First off, we got to welcome our main man, Jersey, the one and only um, host of the Underground Railroad show. The one and only that ninja has joined us this evening. So we want to say what up to that ninja. Huntsville, Alabama's very own. What's up, man? Man, yeah. 
I learned Ninja back to get an Eddie ass too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure Ninja and, uh gonna be hearing from uh uh or Eddie's gonna be hearing from Ninja. <laughs> um, and it's a coincidence Eddie came in the house and the first lady was active in the chat room. That's a very good coincidence, huh? <laughs> yeah, ain't it? I'm you know, I'm real glad that everybody is is uh, right here tonight. Yeah, so I'm glad Ninja joined us. I'm glad Eddie got up in here tonight. And uh, like like we've been talking about, we're gonna get the uh, debate set up here on this uh, Boston Red Sox New York Yankee thing, which I'm sure once you two get started, will definitely just turn into a New York Boston thing and <laughs> just go from there. Oh. And you don't want none of this, man. You don't want none of this at all. But uh, let me tell you about my show before. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, you let me go. Uh, Go ahead, Jersey. Tomorrow I'll be doing the uh, Wednesday number one Chief Rocket Jersey Vernon recap show, three thirty tomorrow Eastern time. Uh, I'll be going until the NFL draft because draft there is the next day. Uh, by the way, I seen my Giants work out today. Uh, a friend of mine, I told you, worked with the Giants. He sent me a clip of you know their first day in OTR. So, uh, hey man, uh, hey everybody was there, man. All the veterans were there, man. Victor Cruz, ODB, uh, JPP, and all all the new guys we picked up through train. Everybody was there. They looking good, man. So tomorrow, that should be about what's happening in the draft. All about Ohio State, how we just going to dominate the draft. Um, I'm a Monday and Wednesday show, you know, same time recap show. Um, once in a while, I may go outside the box on uh, Saturday. I'm trying to get DJ Brown um my neighbor who just signed with Penn State. I'm trying to get him to come yeah, over. You know, since yeah, he signed that, with Penn absolutely. State, now these SEC teams, Vince, is wondering, you know, what's going on? What happened? You know, they thought that they was going to get the second shot at him. But the man is going to make up his mind because he wanted to graduate in December. You know, so he can be in school exactly. in January. So, and, and you yeah, know that so, they're definitely wondering because – they lost them to a team up north, man. So, you know, that never goes yeah. over good in SEC country. Yeah, uh, so now, you know, now he's going to try to play that game, try to play with his mind to get him to decommit. But he, he's, uh, I mean, he threw away all his stuff that was given to him by all the schools, Bama, Auburn, all these schools. He didn't throw all his, threw his stuff away. He used to wear Tennessee um, gloves on, on a trail, you know. Right. But now – he got rid of that. He got all Penn State stuff now, man. Well, so hey, big man. Up to the yeah, absolutely, man. And, you know, let him know that, uh, you know, the sports governor from Minnesota has definitely got him on the radar, you know, that we covered the Big Ten big time up here. So I am definitely going to be pumping up uh, DJ. And, uh, yeah, get him on the air, man, because I'd love to kind of hear his story and, you know, his process and what he went through deciding on uh, which school to go to. Yeah, I think it was mostly Franklin. You know, Franklin is the coach used to coach with Vanderbilt yeah. down here in the SEC. Yep. And we recruiter. turned that program around. Yeah, so uh, after that Joe Turner situation and all that, and then O'Brien jerked them and stayed down here a year and a half. Uh, he came up there, man, and the people up in there in Happy Valley likes him. I'm a Buckeye fan. Like I told his father, his father said, I understand. I said, I can't wear no Penn State stuff. But I said, I'll come up there and see him. You know, once or twice uh, on a home game, I'll, I'll fly up there and I'll go see him play and whatnot. But uh, I'm going to have my Buckeye stuff on, you know what I'm saying? Because, oh, yeah, you, um, got to, you, got you to. know, 
Yeah, even though I'm repping him, I still got to wear Ohio State let everybody know, you know, who rules well, the Big Ten. Eddie, or Jersey, before I let you out of here, Eddie agreeing with you on something? Listen to this. He goes, wait, am I agreeing with Jersey on Ohio State? He says Cardell Jones will be the steal of the draft. And then he says Henry is the best <laughs> running back. He must be choking. What, what happened? Oh, easy. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said it, man. He said it. Yeah, yeah I hope it don't storm there where you live with that. <laughs> but that's uh, but he's right about that. Cordell will be the steal of the draft. Cordell's an uh, NFL type quarterback, man. It's just that Urban Meyer uh, really didn't know how to coach him far as offensively. And like they said, the coach that helped them win the national title, right. the. Uh, Office coordinator, he left and went to, uh, I think he went down to Houston, I think he went down, wherever he went, when he left, that took away the things Cordell liked to do, you know. So now he's going to the NFL, he's going to have a quarterback coach, office mm-hmm. coordinator, and they're going to work to his abilities. And his ability is to get back in that pocket because he got a strong ass arm. And yeah, that right. ball, man, if he get on the team that got some receivers, they'll be happy. I wish we got him because. Shit, I know ODB, Cruz, and all them guys, they would love to get that ball on a spiral bullet all the time instead of, you know, sometimes Eli be throwing them ducks up there, you know. Mm-hmm. But that, that's my quarterback. We went to two Super Bowls, and we beat Eddie, Eddie and Gregor team. So Eddie and Gregor can't say shit to me if come football. If they want to talk to me, talk to go other sports. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm you go ahead and do your All right, Jersey. Hey, topic. brother. Hey, you first know. off, thank you again for joining us, my brother. And uh, good luck mm-hmm. with everything and the new job especially. And everybody's going to be listening to you, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, listen, man, y'all don't forget the number one Chief Rocket comes on. Hey, you know, if you can't chat, just follow me and listen because I'm going to entertain you. Because I feel that sure I have a lot of entertainment in me. And tell them, Vince. I don't take breaks and no music. That's so if you right, want to take a break, you just said, excuse me, Chief Rocker, I'm going to the men's room. I'll be back. That's you all. Sure I'm going to keep going when you come back. He, anyway, Vince, hey, man, all right, brother. Show, man. Keep it up, brother. Hey, appreciate right. it. Have a good one. Are you- oh, shoot. I'm sorry, Jersey. I cut you off a little sooner. But ladies and gentlemen, that was the Chief Rocker, Mr. Jersey Vern, the Chief Rocker himself. Jersey Vern all the way from Atlanta, GA. Appreciate him coming through as always here on Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. And we got the chat room popping off. But first, let me give a couple of welcomes out there. Uh, Mr. Ken Shute has joined us again. Ken, I want to welcome you back to Sports Done Right. Thank you, thank you. And along with Ken, we have the very lovely Georgia girl. And she is joining us. And she is very cool as well. So, what up, Miss Georgia girl? Thank you for joining us tonight as well. We appreciate the love here at Sports Done Right. Man, so much to get into here in this chat room. Everybody, we are popping tonight, and I appreciate that. So, let me get going way back here as I know Ninja uh, joined us, and I wanted to see if he had anything. Um, and while I'm looking through that, folks, what do you guys think? Mike Tirico, like I said earlier, is uh, leaving 
uh, ESPN and ABC. He's been there since 1991. Um, through the ups and downs of ESPN, he has uh, been one of the, the mainstays. So uh, he is going to be the new play-by-play voice on NBC's uh, Thursday Night Football. And and that is a package of five late season games. It says here, and this is from USA Today, it is unclear what his other roles will be at NBC, where Al Michaels is the lead play-by-play voice for their Sunday night football games. And Bob Costas is the established Olympics um, announcer, it says there. So it sounds like they're still trying to find a a decent role for him, but Tariko is out at ESPN, as well as the one and only Skip Bayless. Wow. Big coup for Fox Sports. They land Skip Bayless away from ESPN, and that is a major coup for them. Um, ESPN released the obligatory statement again. Thank you for your years of service, yada, yada. But, man, this is a big one for uh, Fox Sports. Uh, The guy who started that quote-unquote embrace debate uh, concept at ESPN is the guy that's over at Fox Sports now and supposedly uh, uh, trying to do the same thing, apparently. Uh, as well over at Fox Sports. So um, Skip has a lot of haters out there, as we all know. Uh, I've never been a fan here um, <laughs> at all of, of not only first take since the two live stews left, but I just haven't been a fan of that embrace debate kind of mantra. That for, for my personal taste, there's just too many of the shows with the same kind of talking heads saying the exact same thing. That's why RealCast Radio is just jumping off like it is because you get independent thought and different points of view here, and you don't get that there. So uh, Sports Illustrated article here today, and let's see, got to give proper shout-out to this article by Richard Deesh. I hope I did his last name uh, properly, but again, it's on SI.com. Skip Bayless personified the worst of ESPN from the network's pathological need for self-aggrandizement to its uh, penchant for disagreement as theater. ESPN executives enabled this professional wrestling heel for years because his show, the I, uh, I don't even know what that word is, be honest with you. He's talking about first take with Stephen A. Smith, over-delivered in its time slot. Through controversy after controversy and near-daily mocking of LeBron James, ESPN suits looked the other way if the show, if the, uh, show drew 400,000 viewers and beyond. And um, that was on ESPN2. The show is consistently the highest rated non-game programming on ESPN2, even when it falls into the 300,000. So that tells you everything there about that and why Fox Sports may be looking to replicate that. Uh, For months, Bayless and his reps have been talking with Fox Sports executives about the 64-year-old joining the network and having an afternoon debate show on Fox Sports 1 built around him. Fox Sports Network's president, Jamie Horowitz, and that's the guy I was telling you about earlier, former ESPN executive, has long been a fan of Bayless and was the lead executive on first take through many of its most controversial days. 
So there you go. Um, expect Fox Sports 1 to offer him 5 to $6 million per year, according to multiple sources. Man. Woo. 5 to $6 million a year. Incredible. All right. Let me get uh, in the chat room here before we uh, take our next break there. Um, I'm trying to go back and uh, Ninja, you switched up your schedule, thought you did Tuesday nights. JB, yeah, uh, Ninja was having some issues with uh, with uh, Spreaker, I think. So uh, keep an ear open for the Underground Railroad show here on RealCast Radio. Make sure you check out Jungle Brothers show as well, RealCast Sports Radio on RealCast as well. RealCastRadio.com is the website where you're going to find all our shows, jerseys, uh, Cooking with the Microwave, John Fisher, uh, my two shows that I do, the Sports and More show that I do with Reggie Lawrence, also known as Dollars and Cents, and the show you're listening to tonight, the Sports Done Right show as well. So uh, people welcoming Ken, people welcoming Georgia Girl, and she's saying uh, what up to everybody back. Sluggo says Giants have a top 10. You know what that means? They suck. Absolutely. Everybody saying what up? Angie saying hello to and Carson Wentz. Oh yeah, the North Dakota State um, quarterback. Since she is uh, doing business in Fargo tonight, I'm sure she's getting a lot of earful about that on the TV with the draft coming up. And I will say this about Carson Wentz: regardless of if the guy pans out or not, this guy played okay he's at north dakota state who has won five straight national championships for what i still like to call division one double a or the fcs as it's known now this guy comes to that school he sits for two years because they're already winning remember doesn't do a dang thing he comes in his junior year does okay kind of gets hurt but somehow they win again they win this one they, I mean, it's just incredible what's going on there. This guy out of nowhere playing for North Dakota State is possibly the number one draft overall. So for that, my friend, the sports governor of Minnesota says, well done. All right. What else going on out here in the chat room? Easy Eddie is out here. Boston Bob to the haters. From the Jasa, as one of our trollers would like to say. Uh, sorry, Angie, NDSU, not a premier conference. Well, of course, Edward, but I mean, you got to give props where it's earned. Oh, and look who's here, the main man, all the way from Invergrove Heights, Minnesota. Angie's little brother and my brother-in-law, Mr. Jeff Pohl, up in here. What up, Jeffrey? Sports done right tonight. All over the map. Want to welcome him. Eddie Gray says, uh, got you all choked up, Jersey. Don't leave us, man. <laughs> and Jersey was uh, pretending like he was choking because Eddie actually agreed with Jersey Vern on something. And that's going to be a fun show. We're going to get those two together live on Sports Done Right. And we're going to have fun with uh, Easy Eddie from Boston, part of the Beantown Brawlers. And, of course, the number one chief rocker from the New York area, originally residing now in Atlanta, GA. JB, or excuse me, uh, Bama Boy says, Eddie, that last comment on Henry is 100% correct. And, uh, yep, it, Henry's a bad, bad running back. JB Jennings says, Ohio players mostly overrated, except for Cardell and Elliott. I think Busa will be average. 
it's it's all really just a crapshoot in the end, JB, ain't it? It really is. Um, I, I hope he's better than average. Um, I was a fan of his in college. I like the intensity he brings, but hey, yeah, you could very build, very well be correct. Congrats on the new gig, Chief, says JB. And again, absolutely from all of us. Jarvis J saying, what up, the ninja? And Eddie Graves saying, good luck to Jersey Vern. Uh, probably on the new gig there. Angie, the first lady, my wonderful wife, says, look for Spielman to trade the 23 pick for the purple. Yeah, and there's an article in the paper uh, that Chris Spielman, our GM here in Vikingland, is also known for making these trades here in the last day or two before. So definitely keep an eye on that. And basketball going strong tonight. Toronto with the victory earlier tonight, 102 to 99 over the Pacers. The Toronto Raptors take a three to two game lead. And tonight, Boston is up 27 to 19. Seven minutes left in the second quarter over the Atlanta Hawks. And that game is going down in the wonderful city of Atlanta. All right. And I'm just going to, whoop. Trying to catch up on some of the main points of the chat here. Uh, JB Jennings says the rest of the Ohio players won't make no voice or make no noise, I assume, though, Ninja and Vern. Um, let's see. ESPN need to open up the bank for Tariko. They done effed up letting him walk, says JB. Um, yeah, yeah, because nobody, uh, these younger people and these people that are coming in to replace these people that are getting away, uh, JB, they are not really catching on with the public. So ESPN may have to start shelling out and just start keeping some names around, uh, just for familiarity's sake as well. I'm trying to look for a point here. Um, Okay, here we go. That Ninja says, 12-gauge is the steal of the draft, but Zeke Elliott will be the best running back. And I'm sure that that was in response to Easy Eddie. Um, Let's see. (laughs) Eddie Graves says, get rid of your Fox stock. They like hiring Greg Norman for the U.S. Open. Yeah, for all us golf fans out there, Fox's golf coverage better step their game up this year because that U.S. Open in terms of watching it on TV last year sucked. You got knocked the fuck out, man. And I could not believe how bad it was. They had plenty of time to learn, but uh, Boston Ed or Boston Bob Easy Ed is definitely on to something there. Run, CMC says Fox Sports is like the WCW. They taking all the old heads trying to compete with the puppet factory. Steven is going to debate his hairline in a few weeks. Yeah, you're absolutely right, man. You are absolutely right. They're trying to pull that NWO style. Um, just bogart all the talent. Just bogart all the talent. So, again, the phone number, if you're listening live, 651-968-0124. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor, and you are listening to me live on Spreaker.com. And let me go back here because I know there's some conversations going on. Um, Jarvis J. Whoops, hold on. Let me catch up. I just want to make sure I'm reading the chat here from the proper perspective. Jersey Vern, we're going to kill you again, says Jarvis J. JB Jennings, how the hell Cardell go from arguably the top quarterback to a third round draft pick in one year? Get the F out of here, and I assume a lot of them. 
Uh, Greg says, let's go Wentz. Yeah, Greg has been riding Wentz's bandwagon for a while. He's been hitting me up trying to get, you know, asking me questions and, and learning about him. Uh, the Chief Rocker says, Jarvis, I don't think so. Oh, Gary G Money Joiner has joined us tonight. What up, Gary? Let's give it up for G Money, the host of the Everyday People Show and the New York Mets' biggest fan here in the Real Cast Nation. Gary, welcome, brother. Wentz and uh, Golf remind him of Ryan Leaf. They look just like him, throw like him too. Hopefully, they'll have a better uh, outcome than Ryan Leaf. JB says, Vern, oh, <laughs> Vern was on that cush. Don't let him fool you. <laughs> Oh, man. Watch out. He's going to get you, the JB. Put that vest on. Because shots were fired. My wife, the first lady, says, listen, they got nothing in Fargo right now. Carson Wentz is their only hope. Jarvis J says the Vikings winning it all this season a Jersey. Uh, Grego says Brian Cushing has intensity, but is he good? Angie, my cousin Marcus Williams made it. I must have missed a chat earlier. Run CNC says Vikings going to the bowl this year. We winning it for Prince. Right on. Right on. JB, uh, no sir, bro. That was 18 years ago, says the chief rocker. Jarvis J says, Angie, there's nothing in South Dakota or North Dakota. That is true, except in South Dakota, primarily Watertown, South Dakota, my parents were married if you can believe that story for another time but yes black people got married in south dakota oh angie says you don't need to tell me jarvis j says run cnc that's right we're doing it for little purple little sweet that's our man we're gonna we're gonna crack the dr pepper for uh uh prince as well and little sweet that ninja, JB, I have to disagree. The four-letter network will just get another balding ninja with like-minded opinions to take his place. Not a big deal at all. But I don't listen to the network, so I would say that. Um, no, ninja, you, you're probably right. I mean, that's been um, the issue with ESPN for a very long time now. Um, so very well said. Jarvis J says, what y'all think of Connor Cook um, out of Michigan State? Jarvis, uh, I'll get to him in just a second, by the way. Run CNC says, Jarvis, I'm trying to get a game in the new dome. Can't wait for this draft and season. Yes, U.S. Bank Stadium. And, of course, the first lady who gets married in South Dakota, your mother and father-in-law. That's who gets married in South Dakota. So, folks, let's do this here. We're an hour and a half in. We got a half hour, maybe a little more left. Um, Spicy, if you're out there, let me know what you want to do, sweetheart. Do you want to go on at uh, 10 o'clock straight up? Or we can do a few extra moments if you need some extra time. This is Sports Done Right, and now we're going back to the 80s, and not only was it Prince, but it was all kinds of different music for us, and for me, one of my favorite groups of the uh, late 80s, uh, early 90s there was this group right here. Yeah, buddy. So we're going to take you out with little soul to soul. Get a life. Sports Done Right. Keep it tuned.
Get a life. And you know what I need 
The governor of Sports Talk Radio cordially invites you to stay connected to Sports Done Right. Join the conversation in the Sports Done Right group chat on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at The Big Smooth One. That's The Big Smooth, the number one on Twitter. The MVP of online Sports Talk Radio is here. Sports Done Right. Now let's get back to the show. Sports Done Right. And we're coming to you live again, bringing you on the home stretch of another fun-filled show. Oh, hold on. And thanks for calling. Who do we got on the line here? You got Jarvis J on the line. My main man. What up, Jarvis J? What's going What's on, brother? How you doing tonight? Oh, man. Just cooling out, man. You know, I had to call in and, you know, holler at the fam, you know. Hey, hey, you are definitely fam, brother. We definitely glad you're up in this joint, man. So, no uh, Jarvis, man, now I saw you were down at First Avenue and, and paying respects. Obviously a big Prince fan. Uh, what's this uh, past weekend, you know, or basically since last Thursday, what's it been like for you, brother? Oh, man, this has been a, a, an array of emotions, man. You know, just kind of still in shock, man. You know, it's just kind of just seems just – surreal that that brother's not here anymore man you know so you know it's just like it's shock you know then a sense of loss but then you know i feel a lot of pride man just knowing that you know the the whole world is you know focused on minnesota and, and showing the city love so you know yeah. it, i just have a lot of emotions you know but you know it's just you know it's just great that you know, people seeing him for the legend that he, he was and the icon that he was. And, yeah. you know, he's going to always be remembered here, man. Oh, absolutely. He's going to be remembered all over the world. And, 
You know, I think it was real cool because I didn't know how I would react. I didn't know if I was going to shed some tears or, but, but I didn't. But what I did is I just, once I started listening to the music after work on Thursday, I just started mm -hmm. feeling happy. I mean, right, right, he, right. He was gone, but man, I just started thinking when I put on these songs and thinking about these different spots in my life and, you know, driving around Lake Harriet, you know, killing controversy or 1999 and cruising the lakes and looking for them skirts. And, Prince, man, he was, he, you know, he was just he was the soundtrack of everybody's life, man. Yeah, yeah, he really was, man. And and the reason why he, he gets so much love here, man, is because he never left us, man. You know, he yeah. could have moved, uh, you know, Hollywood. He could have went anywhere, man. But he, he stayed here, man, and he represented us. So that's yeah. why, you know, he's going to always be the king of Minnesota regardless. So and, and like he said, I put it up on my Facebook page if anybody wants to take a look. I think I put it on Doug Stewart's page as well is Prince talking about why he stayed in Minnesota with his old friend, uh, old Fox reporter, Robin Robertson. And right. I remember that interview. I right, remember yeah, that. Exactly. That, was a, that was a big deal at the time. That interview was, yeah. he really doesn't do a bunch of interviews. <laughs> well, well, that's the thing because remember now, uh, Jimmy jam and Terry Lewis now live out in Malibu, but they mm -hmm. left here more because of their business. They started doing a lot of film work and a lot of soundtrack work. And obviously when you start working in the movies, you know, that's where you go, Hollywood. So it just kind of made yeah. more sense for them. Um, you know, not that anybody looks at it, you know, negatively or anything, but I heard a couple people trying to throw shade at Jimmy Jam this past weekend, trying to play mm. it like, you know, he doesn't count anymore because he lives out in California. Uh, I, I don't necessarily agree with that, you know, because at the end of the day, it's about the bottom line. So, you know, him and Lewis, man, they had to basically do what was best best for their situation and their family, you know. Right. So, you know, well, but I, I, you know, I mean, you know, people have their own opinions, man. But like just me personally, like I really don't have no gripes, you know, like them dudes grew up in my neighborhood. So, you know, they can always get love from me. Right, exactly. Well, you know, since I got you on the line, my friend, I got a quick little two-minute soundbite here that I'm going to play from uh, the press conference today with our new Timberwolves head coach, Tom Thibodeau, and then we'll come back and discuss it, all right? All right, sounds all cool. All right, one second. A lot of help from a lot of other people, and I'd like to recognize some of those people. Uh, I'd like to start off with uh, Jerry Reinsdorf. He gave me an opportunity in Chicago to be a head coach. I had a great team there, a great staff, and I had five wonderful years there. Um, I also want to mention the great head coaches that I've worked with. Uh, Doc Rivers uh, in Boston, Jeff Van Gundy in uh, New York and Houston, Don Chaney in New York, uh, John Lucas in Philadelphia and San Antonio, uh, Jerry Tarkanian in San Antonio, and of course, Bill here. There are also some great assistant coaches that I was I worked with, uh, Ron Adams and uh, Brendan Malone, to mention a few, and of course uh, my my um, uh, being involved with uh, Team USA, Jerry Colangelo, Mike Shishovsky, Jim Beheim, and Monty Williams, and of course I, I can't leave leave out all the great players, starting with Kevin. I had the great 
uh, fortune of being with him in Boston when we won the championship. And then I had the opportunity to coach uh, David Robinson, Patrick Ewing, uh, Tracy McGrady, Yao Ming, Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, Derek Rose, Jimmy Butler, Luol Dang, Pau Gasol, Joaquin Noah. When you're around great players like that, it's of great benefit to you. And I've learned a lot from them as well. And finally, I want to thank my family, my mom, my two brothers, my two sisters, their unconditional support throughout my career. And uh, I want to thank all of you for being here. And I'm looking forward to this opportunity. Thank you. Tom Thibodeau, new head coach. All right, and that sound came from the good folks at KFAN Radio. That's the main sports radio station here in the Twin Cities. Uh, that was on the Dan Barrero Show. want to make sure I do not get sued. But again, just wanted to share that little bit of clip with you again. Got that after work on the drive home. So, um, Jarvis, I, were you able to hear that by chance? No, I, I, okay. I didn't hear anything. What, what it was, um, it was a coach at the press conference today, uh, uh, Thibodeau, just talking about really the list of the players that he has coached not only in Chicago, but going back to San Antonio, how he has helped coach David Robinson, uh, Tim Duncan. Um, you know, he was down or um, he was down there with Jerry Tarkanian. Um, so I'm sorry, not Tim Duncan, but David Robinson. He just went through the plethora of players that he's coached. A pretty impressive list. You know, Paul Gasol, Derek Rose, on and on and on it goes. How do you think he's going to fit up in here? Uh, you know, first and foremost, I mean, I really think that we probably got the, the best coaching kind of, you know, the best candidate for the job. You know, my, my only concern is did we give him too much power with the president of basketball operation right. title also? I'm you know, I just don't kind of believe in, but, you know, I kind of don't believe in the coach should actually have final saying power over the players. But, right. um, but I, I, I do think that, uh, you know, he's going to come in and address the defense. You know, he's a, you know, a defensive coach, you know, that's his specialty. So I like that. Cause I think that's, you know, what was lacking with this team was defensive intensity, exactly. you know, and defensive, you know, and pressure, you know, so I, I think he's going to do well. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it's kind of a wait and see approach, but I'm, I'm excited about the season coming mm-hmm. up and seeing what can he extract about these young players you know, because, you know, this job was the top job. You know, I heard there were coaches who were actually contemplating on trying to quit their job to be in running for this job. So, right. you know, I, I'm, 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 you know, I think he's going to do well. I, yeah, I think he will as well. Um, well, we need him to, obviously, because I think the Wolves got to make the playoffs next year. Um, I, I do look forward to the focus on defensive intensity as well because that is where they're lacking. And I'm real interested to, or real interested to see as well, Jarvis, how he interacts with uh, Wiggins and to see if he can get Wiggins to play a little bit better defense also. Yeah, because it looks like Wiggins, man, just like, you know, he just the game just comes so easy and natural to him that it really doesn't look like he's out there with any intensity, you know. So... I think this. I think this is going to be the best thing that ever happened to Wiggins because now he's going to get a coach that's going to hold him accountable out there on the court. Mm-hmm. You know, so and, and accountability. That's that's. You know, I, I just really feel that Glenn Taylor had to 
you know, be bold with this with this pick, you know, because. Oh, uh, yeah, he know? said that too, Jarvis, in the press conference today. I don't know if you got a chance to listen to it yet. Um, if you haven't, I'm sure, it's, yeah, I'm sure it's out there on the K-Fan website and many podcasts and stuff. But that's exactly what he said. So, uh, yeah, very interesting that you hit on that point because, you know, and plus Glenn Taylor's getting old. I mean. Right. I mean, you think about legacy and, you know, he got all this money, man. I mean, what's the use of having all that money, man, if if you're not going to really put it towards, you know, making the franchise viable, you know, in in the NBA. I mean, we've been a laughingstock. You know, for the longest, we haven't made the playoffs, you know, in the longest. Yep. So at some point, you got to be bold, man. And, and I can respect the fact that, you know, he opened up his checkbook and, and he got bold with this, with this, you know, with this coaching hire, you know, because he has to start thinking about his legacy. Like I said, you know, you, you, you know, you just can't yep. just sit on that money, man. You got to make the franchise viable and, and we have to, at some point be in contention coming up, you and know, with all these, you know, oh, with all, with San Antonio getting a little bit older, right. you know, with some of these teams getting older, you know, so it's just like, you know, it's our time, man. I really do. I think it's oh, our yeah. time. It's it's time to go right now. And as you know, Minnesota sports, you know, um, good play does not come around sure. a lot recently outside of the Vikings here the Gophers a couple years back, maybe for football, but Man, it, now it's funny that you mentioned the defensive side of the ball because I just pulled up some fresh quotes here from our new coach, Tom Thibodeau. And he mm-hmm. says, quote, we're close offensively right now. Defensively, we have a lot of room for improvement. So exactly what we're talking about, Jarvis. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if we can just, you know, I mean, you know, NBA, everyone makes runs. And, and, and we're making runs in some games, man. But then it's just like, we just can't get that stop that we need to put us over the over the hump to give us a chance. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I followed this season very closely, and you know, and, and and I feel bad for Sam, you know, because he was put in a tough situation. Like, I mean, who knew of that course. Flip was gonna die? Yeah, you exactly, know? So, exactly. Very so tough situation. So and I thought he, yeah, so you know, the last month of the season, he he definitely made it interesting in terms of winning that job. I mean, me and you talked here for. You know, the past mm-hmm. few weeks, Jarvis. And again, folks, we got a Jarvis Channel line here on Sports Done Right. And, you know, I think that even though we probably still would, you know, want to see a change, Sam Mitchell made it. Hey, he played and coached for him, or he got these players to play for him, and he coached for his job. And, you know, he may get a look out in Sacramento. At least he's, uh, I think he's up for an interview out there from what I read, too. Yeah, and I wish nothing but success to Sam, you know, I see he's back on the NBA TV. I was actually, I had, uh, you know, took a picture on my phone from, you know, from the game last night. I was like, look, Vince, <laughs> it didn't take Sam long, you know, long to get another job. Yeah, you know, right, he's back yeah. with the NBA, you know, so that was my whole point, and I told you that before, like, you know, I, I feel bad for Sam, but then I don't. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. dude, he got, you know, he's a millionaire, he's rich, I and mean, he's going to be all right, you know? <laughs> he, don't know where, he knows where his <laughs> exactly. next meal is coming from. <laughs> yes, so sir. it's just like when I hear cats, cats in the chat room talking about, you know, why I get rid of Sam and this and all this other stuff, man, that brother's going to be all right. Trust me. <laughs> exactly. And, and folks, because it's been since 2004 since this uh, Timberwolves franchise went yeah. to the uh, Western Conference Finals. And, 
It, it it's it's got to change, Jarvis. It just has, it to, has change. to. It has to, man. It, it really does. It has to change, man. I mean, because it's just you know we're just like a laughing stock of the league, man. And it's just like when people ask me who my team is, and I tell them, you know, and it's just like they just <laughs> roll their eyes at exactly. me and laugh or whatever. But it's exactly. just like I'm a loyal dude, and I'm gonna ride with my team regardless. Yep, and also um, another question that was asked today at that press conference was if uh, the new coaches talked to Kevin Garnett. Uh, Don't forget uh, Thibodeau was an assistant coach on the 2008 Celtics NBA championship team. Right, right, right. So he is very, very uh, well acquainted with KG. Uh, He says he didn't want to speak on it. He has not had a chance to talk with KG yet, obviously, so he's going to wait to speak on that. Um, he says Kevin Garnett has earned the right to basically make his own call and do anything he wants to do as well. So, um, you well, know, they, I kind of disagree. I, I don't know, man. I, I kind of disagree with that, man, because at some point you, you 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 have you have to cut the cord, man. I mean, KG, man, is not only is he on the last leg, man. I mean, he's probably like on his last toe. I mean, that dude is not giving us <laughs> anything. I mean, and, and, no, no, no. You know, I, I, he, he's a, he's our franchise, you know, leader. Jarvis, he's the, the identity of our you. franchise, and that's everything. But sometimes, man, you you gotta make moves, man. You know, every decision that you make, you know, is not going to be the best decision or you know it's going to be the unpopular decision but it might be the best decision so and i agree with you too by the way i mean i know i was laughing there but i totally agree with you now um i got a lot of we got um, some chat out here i'm not uh, folks out there in the chat room trust me before the show is over i will get caught up but i just see right now that gary g money joiners out there and he asked a you know hey what about brian shaw uh mark jackson out there patrick ewing um, a lot of other people to maybe want to take a look as well. Um, I think, and Jarvis, you can jump in and tell me if you agree. I think that once they decided to fire Sam Mitchell, as it was reported weeks ago, they have had back channel overtures basically going on with uh, Thibodeau for a long time. And I think that they kind of came to a gentleman's agreement that if Sam was gone, that the, he was going to take the job. What do you think? Well, can you repeat that? Can you repeat? Yeah, what I was saying, Jarvis, was is that I think that there was already a a a, a plan in place to hire Thibodeau, and soon, okay, as, okay. You, you know, as they made it a clear that Sam was out, because remember, going back a few weeks, there were rumors out there that they were already in contact with Tom Thibodeau as well. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah I, think I also it was already heard that. Place. Yeah, yeah, that that was always always in place, you know, because. Uh, it was Thibodeau, and it was Van Gundy, and I think it was Scott Brooks who came. You know, the you know the original three who had came came to mind. You know, and um, you know, and, I, and I'm all for black coaches. Don't get me wrong. But I think you know a bigger issue should be you know NCAA college football hiring more black coaches. I mean, because we get a lot of black coaches in the NBA. I don't really think that you know, the diversity is, you know, crazy in the NBA. You know, there's a lot of black coaches who come through the NBA. I just think, you know, it it should be more focused on other things than just, you know, worrying about black coaches in the NBA. You know, there's opportunities there, you know, but, and you know, I don't know, man. We just gonna have to see how see how it works out, man. Only time will tell if this hire is right. You know, I'm I'm excited about it though. You know, just having an established coach, who demands respect and accountability and 
And I just think that I totally with this mix with of young talent that we have, man, I, I really think the sky is the limit. Let me ask you this real quick, Jarvis, because um, I got to let you go here. As we got one more story we're going to get to here real quick before the show's over. But for the local fans out here, the Minnesota Twins fans, uh, Byron Buxton heading back down to uh, AAA Rochester. Um, again, this guy was supposed to be the future of the team, and he's headed back down to the minors for about the third time. What do you think about that? Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't know, man. Um, I don't know what it is, man. He's, he's, he would have 48 plate appearances and 25 strikeouts. I mean, I don't know if he's, he's hitting like 150 something. Right. Yep. You know, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know if it's the hitting coach who's Bernanke's the hitting coach now. Like, I, I don't know, man. I, I just think that there's certain voices and certain yeah, yeah. visions that certain people you know can give this young man i don't know if they're giving him everything he needs to be successful you know exactly. so I, I i don't know i really can't comment I, I guess i need to see more you know still early in the season he's True. been successful at every level in the minors he just hasn't been successful up here in the majors yet yep. so i don't know man i mean i just he was a five tool player and i just think if you're being rated a 5-2 player i just feel that he will figure it out eventually so and he's still young what, he's like 22 23 yeah, or something like that. that something like that yeah for early 20s still, yeah, so. you, I mean, you know he's still a young cat man so we just you know gotta wait I and hope, see i hope the best for him i really do um jarvis i'm gonna let you go because i got one more story mm-hmm. i'm gonna get to tonight and i definitely want you to hear it as well so that's another reason that i'm gonna let you go because it is going to be okay, on, uh, Dave Dickerson, the minor. Uh, he's a black coach, uh, former head coach at Tulane, who is now on Thad Mata's staff at Ohio State. And he's going to talk about in this article, uh, it's a quick article, but a good read about his uh, journey trying to find the second head coach, uh, that second head coaching job as a black male. So. Brother, thank you so much uh-huh. for joining us, man. And I'm like I said, I'm going to get in touch with you next week, and I'm going to see you in person very soon. Okay, bro. Appreciate you having me on, man. Hey, really anytime, do. brother. Anytime. All right, Jarvis, you have a good evening. Yeah, you too, bro. Peace out. Okay, later. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jarvis J joining us from Minneapolis, Minnesota. The one and only. Now let me get out here in this chat room because we are actually coming up against it. Miss Spicy, if you're out there, sweetheart, if I can have maybe five to ten extra minutes, um, I hope that's okay. Togo, if you can let her know. I don't know if Togo's out there still, but let me get busy here and then I'll get on to the story. Um Angie, the first lady, my wife says, I don't think Sam even wanted to be the head coach again. He did step in when he was asked to, but he had no patience for the boys. You know, Angie, he definitely, I would say early on, that's a, probably a very valid point, but I think that changed over the course of the season. JB Jennings, I want to see Tibbs let the boys run. Levine has to be in the starting lineup, uh, whether they put him at str- uh, shooting guard or play Wiggins at strong forward or let him run the point. They have the potential. They just need someone to get them over the hump. They can be what the Blazers were this year and easily take the next step. Very good point by Mr. JB. 
That Ninja, my main man from Huntsville, Alabama, out there says, Jarvis, you're not going to get out of the last person on the bench anyway. Keeping him on the roster is not going to hurt a damn thing. Talking about KG, Kevin Garnett. That Ninja says, Thibodeau is going to run them boys' legs off. Y'all's, or says, is going to run the legs off of y'all's young players and end their careers early. Uh, that's was the big criticism down in Chi Town when he did that. Uh, a lot of a lot of the players uh, kind of turned on him at that point. Grego, justice for Brady. Oh Lord! <laughs> and yeah, Tom Brady. We saw what happened to them. The court said, "You got knocked the fuck out, man." And I'm so happy about it, Grego. But anyway, he says, uh, now nah, I'm sure Joachim told Tibbs how to handle their generation. Somebody needs to give Jamarcus a workout if he's in shape. Yeah, Jamarcus Russell was out there talking about he'd play for free to get a shot again. Angie, my wife says, or maybe he learned his lesson, Ninja. I'm a, I'm glass half full on Tibbs. Grego says either Tibbs has learned his lesson or he will use his power to bring in people that will do what he wants them to do in preparation. G money. Gary Joyner says Disney owns the NBA, whether we choose to recognize it or not. Therefore, I don't expect many brothers to get a shot coaching anywhere. And I'm about to trans go right into the story here. So keep your ears tuned. G money. Uh, good takes Jarvis J. Everybody's saying Jarvis J. Oh, Togo is in the building, all right? All right, cool. Appreciate that, Togo, for letting her know. And we'll be out of here in the next 10 minutes, my brother. Um, let me get to this uh, story here in Jarvis J. Says, that Ninja KG don't play at all, bro. Um, yeah, I think he averaged 3.2 points this year and maybe eight minutes a game. Uh, his knees are just shot, that Ninja. That's really all it is, man. It's not that nobody doesn't want KG uh, not to play. It's just, man, he, he really can't play anymore. I mean, his knees are shot. And I just want the brother to be able to move around for the rest of his life, to be honest with you. So um, time for KG to maybe look for that ownership group or, um, you know, whether it's with Minnesota, which I hope it is, or um, elsewhere. But um, that's what's going on there. All right, folks. So, again, sports done right. Again, Vince right here, sports governor of Minnesota. We're going to wrap this up. I found an interesting story today, and it's from USA Today, uh, titled Minority Coaches Struggle to Get Opportunities in the NCAA. Um, it's uh, from the AP Associated Press, so there's no uh, specific uh, writer credited here as I look before I read this. Or, excuse me, uh, Eddie Pels is the name of the reporter who wrote this. So this is about a gentleman named Dave Dickerson. He had a five-year run at Tulane University in New Orleans. That run for him came to an end in 2010. He was the head coach there. He joined Thad Mata's staff at Ohio State to work with one of the most respected coaches in the game. Help the Buckeyes win and apply what he learned in his first head coaching job to be a more successful the second time around. It's a path that so many coaches have taken over the years, including seven who have worked for Mata that have all gone on to Division I jobs. And yet six years, five NCAA tournaments, three Sweet 16s, and a Final Four trip later, Dickerson is still waiting for another chance. Quote, 
At one time in this profession, if you were part of a winning program and demonstrated the qualities of being able to coach and being able to run a program and being able to relate to young men, you had opportunities, said Dickerson. But now I think the benchmark has changed. As a black coach, the odds are stacked against Dickerson as many of his colleagues. According to the latest annual report from the Institute for Diversity and Ethics in Sports, hiring for minorities in college sports, including football and men's and women's basketball, continues to lag behind practices uh, in other professional ranks. College sports had the lowest grade for racial hiring practices amongst all sports groups or organizations reviewed the Institute. While only the NFL had worse numbers when it came to gender hiring practices of the professional and college sports leagues that the organization tracks. For men's basketball, 23.8% of the schools had coaches of color, which Richard Lapchick, who is the director of that organization and the primary author of the report, called the major area of concern. The picture is even bleaker for minority women who held just 11% of Division I basketball jobs last season. We need more black coaches, period, former NBA and Auburn star Charles Barkley said at the Final Four. Dickerson, who won a national title as an assistant at Maryland and has coached on staffs that have advanced to three Final Fours, is still optimistic that his time is coming. But he has had trouble escaping his 71-85 and record at Tulane, even though Hurricane Katrina decimated the region four months after he took the job and forced his team to uproot and to move and play games at Texas A&M. You talk about being over a barrel, my goodness. Again, this is Vince Wright, sports governor. People can talk about not having this, not having that, not being afforded the time, Dickerson said. We didn't have a campus. We didn't have our gym. We didn't have a game, or excuse me, we didn't have game uniforms. We didn't have dorms. They had nothing. No coach in the history of college basketball had to deal with what I dealt with. There was nothing in a coaching manual to teach me how to deal with that. In his second and third seasons there at Tulane, Dickerson posted the first back-to-back winning seasons the program had seen in more than a decade. His replacement, Ed Conroy, was fired this season and replaced by former NBA coach Mike Dunleavy. My hope is that my tenure at Tulane doesn't define who I am as a coach, Dickerson said. If that defines who I am as a basketball coach, then God help this profession. Dickerson is now 49 years old. Many colleges seem to be turning to younger, more inexperienced coaches and hoping that they find the next Shaka Smart or Brad Stevens. There's been a dramatic shift in the last two years to young coaches, which has really overlooked a lot of racial and ethnic minority coaches who played by the rules, have done everything right, and then when opportunities have occurred, athletic directors and head coaches have reached down and picked the young non-minority coach who has had limited experience and promoted him over the minority coach, said Merritt Norville, executive director of the National Association for Coaching Equality and Development a group led by some of the most prominent minority coaches in the country. That's what happened in Hawaii this year, where the Warriors 
hired 33-year-old Aaron Gannot. I hope I did the name right, G-A-N-O-T, over 47-year-old interim head coach Benji Taylor, who led Hawaii to a 22-13 and record in the Big West Conference Tournament Championship game after taking over for a coach and assistant who committed several NCAA violations. That, exactly. If I wasn't going to get the job, you would just hope that all the hard work you put in the job would be given to someone where you step back and say, well, I can't blame them for that choice, Taylor said after parting ways with Hawaii. But it's very hard to swallow the resumes. This is about resumes. Taylor wound up working at an Audi dealership in Hawaii before accepting an assistant job at Southeastern Missouri. Dickerson, meanwhile, is enjoying working at Ohio State. Dickerson says he's excited about the future. He wouldn't trade his career for uh, anything, but he would love a second chance to become a head coach again. So, folks, again, I just wanted to share that story with you. It's something we got to always kind of keep out there. Um, you know, I know folks see a lot of black players out there, on the, but it doesn't translate over into the coaching realm still. And you just heard a very interesting story from a very interesting coach, Dave Dickerson, at the Ohio State University. So, folks, with that, and we are right on time. Thank you for the extra 10 minutes. Let me just read a couple more chats, and we're going to get out of here for the lovely, spicy, and her show, Spicy Conversations. And let me just get back up here. JB, thanks, bro. Good takes. Oh, yeah, we read that earlier. Um... Let's see here. That ninja, he's more valuable as part owner than as a player at this point. Well, Jarvis J, again, talking about KG. Great show. Y'all be easy. Oh, okay. Take it easy, JB. Thank you for tuning in, brother. And we hope to have you back again real soon. Give it up for JB. Jarvis J, more black coaches in college means more to me than black NBA coaches. And he says, great show, Vince. Thank you very much. All right, folks. So we are going to wrap it up here. Sports done right. Another Tuesday night show. Thank you again for tuning in. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor. And, man, again, just want to thank you guys for all the love. Appreciate all the the hits on Twitter from the people out there, all the notes, all the emails, everything getting to us here. So you guys keep it tuned every Tuesday night for Sports Done Right. You can call us live. And like the lovely Desdemona is rapping in the background, we get by. Rest in peace, Prince Rogers Nelson. Rest in peace, Lisa Left Eye Lopez, who we heard a little earlier. You guys, be cool out there. Stay safe. Hug your people. Keep them close. Otherwise, make sure you're tuned in Thursday night. That's right. The Sports and More Show coming to you live on the RealCast channels. Spreaker.com will be on the air at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. Me and Reggie Lawrence talking sports and more so keep it tuned realcastradio.com is the website where you'll find all the information on us keep it tuned here the lovely spicy is coming up next
Unconquered, unbound, undefeated. You finally got it right. Sports done right. Check us out right here on Spreaker every Tuesday night with your host, the big smooth Vince Wright. You can keep up with all the latest breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right group chat on Facebook. It's about time you got your sports done right. Right.